Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Toyota of Brookhaven has been voted best new car dealership in Southwest Mississippi four years in a row. Come see the difference. Exit 40 Brookhaven or online at toyotabrookhaven.com. Great service, great savings. At Toyota of Brookhaven, we deliver. He's the former president and publisher of the Sun-Herald, and now he's on the radio. Welcome to Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to Coast View. I really enjoyed that conversation with Candace Wheeler, author uh, from Coastal Mississippi, and I can't wait to to read her book. What a ter- what a terrific book that has to be and with a, with a, sort of this embedded um, Biloxi history in it, it it's going to be it's going to be a fun read. I'm looking forward to reading that. Hey, last week we were going to have a conversation with someone, and uh, unfortunately we had a technology issue, and we had to sort of scratch it. And but we're getting it back on track today because it's an important conversation because this month is the uh, is Sexual Assault Awareness and Prevention Month. It's the whole month of April, and I, I shared a couple of these statistics. Last week, and I want to share them again because I think it's important. One in three women and one in six men have experienced sexual violence in their lifetime. That's according to the National Intimate Partner and Sexual Violence Survey. 90% of victims know the person who assaulted them. And that's according to the Rape, Abuse, and Incest National Network. I talk about this a lot on my show because it's something that I care deeply about the the issue of human trafficking and how human trafficking hits coastal Mississippians is often through a family member, which is amazing to think about that. I mean, it's, it's disgusting to think about that, but it's true. Um, I wanted to have more of a conversation about this and our friend Brian Lamar, who's head of public affairs out at the CB base, someone I've really enjoyed working with and is, is, is lined up so many interesting people from the base for me to talk to. I really look forward to, to today's conversation because it's with uh, Desiree Maybe, who's the Sexual Assault and Prevention Coordinator at the Naval Construction Battalion Center, which is the CB base in, here in Gulfport. So anyway, Desiree, how are you doing? I'm doing well. How about you? I'm doing great. I'm doing really good. You know, when you re- see, hear the statistics I mentioned at the beginning of the show, it is a really serious problem. And, it's, and, it, and we have to stay focused on this because... If we didn't, um, we wouldn't be able to to eliminate it where we could. You know, unfortunately, too often we're not able to. But there there's a process that we can go through to give people an outlet, and that's why I'm thrilled to see that the CB base has assigned you into this coordinator role to to really pay attention to it. But it is a problem in our society, isn't it? Uh, yes, sir, it is. Uh, it's not only uh, specific to the military, it is a global issue. And uh, April of 2021 actually marks the 20th anniversary of the Sexual Assault Awareness Month. Um, but the history goes back way before that time period. Yeah. So, hey, what brought, what did you, where did you grow up? Uh, so, I was actually an Army brat. And so I grew up and moved around a lot when I was younger, and I actually joined the Navy myself, uh, and I was stationed at this installation that I'm actually working on in Gulfport now, and uh, I was an equipment operator in the CBs, and I had the privilege of being able to go through the military victim advocate course for the sexual assault prevention and response program. And uh, I was actually credentialed through the national organization through uh, a victim assistance. 
and uh, decided to leave the military and uh, finish my degree. And I ended up coming back uh, working as the civilian victim advocate for a short period of time. And then I transitioned over to the supervisory um, SARC position as of this year. Well, congratulations on doing that. I mean, it's good because you have a passion for the subject and sounds like you've done your homework. So you call Coastal Mississippi home now. I do. Uh, my husband and I, uh, we've been living here on and off for 13 years. And uh, I actually, I live in Hancock County. And uh, so, you know, I love the coast. I love the seafood that's here. <laughs> and, you know, uh, well, I was just going to say, we hear, we hear that a lot. We hear that a lot, that people come here through what might be the Navy, the Marines, the Air Force. They're from all over the all over the country, but they when they when they get out, they settle here. They just love it. Oh yeah, it's so, a great 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 place to live. So, what does a sexual assault and prevention coordinator do? Uh, so, our focus is to actually implement the sexual assault prevention response program. Uh, we provide victim advocacy that is victim-centered care um, to service members, their dependents, as well as some of the civilians that work on board the installation. And we could provide them that uh, we're a bridge to gap uh, basically services for that individual. Uh, the military has reporting requirements or options that are available such as like a restricted or an unrestricted report. And as a victim advocate, we can actually accompany that individual throughout the entire process. So they don't have to go through uh, like an investigative process alone. Uh, they they can have a victim advocate present if they get a sexual assault forensic exam at the hospital. Uh, so we're really there to help empower victims from going from a victim to a survivor in a situation and really providing that opportunity for someone to be there throughout the entire process. Hey, so it's interesting that you have, you, you had done different roles as it relates to this before getting into your current management role, but have you, have you, do you have a sense that over the years that there's been a lot more, I don't know, science and psychology and efforts around this, this, that it's evolved into something where it's, uh, where the ability to help victims is much more refined than it was say 10 or 15 years ago. Oh, most definitely, because uh, the the military does have a credentialing process for people, because uh, service members can actually act in the capacity of providing victim advocacy, and they utilize a credentialed program to do that. And we also have developed training, and we go out, we try to, uh, you know, prevent bad things from happening, essentially, by informing people of what you know, what is appropriate or inappropriate uh, behaviors, you know, language, touching, those types of things. And so I think we're, we're getting to a better place in that matter. It's just a matter of continuing to provide education and really getting others to understand that, you know, maybe what they say or how they acted or what they do is inappropriate. And that's... Yeah. Know, essential for everyone, even a parent, you know, to help explain that to their children. So, you know, we all we all tend to be a, a product of the environment we were raised in. So you have a lot of young people who come from all over the country 
And, you know, I I love the the notion of being proactive, you know, educating as much as possible. And in some cases, you may be deprogramming some of the things that where they came from, it was okay to do or say those things. And and, in the environment they're in today, it's not okay to do those things. And just put focusing on 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 helping them understand what is acceptable behavior and what is unacceptable behavior and doing it proactively. That's the key to success, isn't it? Oh, yeah. And this year, um, we actually have a call to action, which really, I, I really like this call to action because typically we have one every year and it kind of changes. Um, but this year's is respect, protect and empower. And so at all times, we commit to treating others with respect. Uh, we protect one another from harm and retaliation through active intervention and empower those around you to speak up or intervene during something. Uh, so I really I, I feel like the military does an excellent job because, you know, they're they're always training. They hold people to a higher standard. And so we hope that, you know, if a service member were to see something, they would be equipped with the knowledge and they would would intervene during that type of situation and potentially uh, get someone to help. Um, and that's why, you know, it's so important to have a program of ours out there. I see that so clearly. And it's not just about re-educating in some cases or just educating in some cases, but it's, but it's also saying that if you're not the one who had those behaviors that are unacceptable, if you observe someone who has those behaviors, there's a role for you to play in that effort. And you know, whether you're in the military or whether you're just in society, you know, might be a work environment or could be just out, out and about somewhere. Absolutely. Um, you know, everyone's got a role to play, don't they? Yeah, they uh, they call it active intervention in in the military. That's what we're trying to educate people about, because it is very often now that, you know, when something bad happens, you see people, you know, pulling out their cell phones to record things rather than actually like trying to help. And uh, so, so they say you shouldn't be a bystander while something bad is happening. You should actually, you know, actively try to intervene. You know, if uh, if it's to a point where it's unsafe for you, at least calling someone to come and intervene is always a good option available. That is really good advice. Again, whether you're in the military or not, um, that is a really that is really good advice because the truth is. Um, whether it's sexual harassment, whether it's sexual assault, whatever the situation might be, it can, if it's not, if you don't intervene or if you, or if you uh, don't learn the proper behaviors, you can literally change someone's life negatively in ways that they will have to live with for the rest of their lives. And if you have an opportunity to stop that, you know, you should, is that basically the message? Oh, yeah. And when I go out and I give trainings, I always tell people to be a good human being, which sounds pretty simple when you say, hey, be a good human being. Um, However, it's a little bit more complicated because if we were all good human beings, then we would never have any problems in our world, right? And we live in (laughs) a utopia. Uh, However, in these situations, it is really important that if someone is uh, they've become aware that something has happened to believe the person. Yes. You know, and, you know, that person knows what happens to them and they know their truth. However, being that supportive person and getting them in touch with either the Gulf Coast Center for Nonviolence 
uh, along the Gulf Coast here, uh, or even to a program uh, such as the SAPR program, uh, then we can ultimately change and help that person recover through that process instead of being uh, someone who, who hinders their recovery. You, I, I can't agree more, Desiree. Uh, I read something at the beginning of the show from my friend Susan Griggs. I don't know who the author of this was, but it said this. Your smile is your logo. Your personality is your business card. But the way you make people feel is your trademark. Everyone has a role to play. You know, Everyone has, even on this particular subject, which is a painful subject to talk about. But it's a real problem in, 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 in uh, our society, and everyone can play a role to help to kind of minimize it and be proactive and make the impact on others as, as, as little as it possible, as, as little as we possibly can. Hey, it's been a pleasure to, to visit with you, uh, Desiree Maybe, and uh, we could have gone a whole other segment. You did a terrific job. Thanks for visiting with me. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Okay, when we come back, we'll continue another wonderful conversation. We'll see you after this break. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.